0: This episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast is brought to you by the wonderful, wonderful people who support us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Serious Crafts to surprise, no, to subscribe, Uh, but you will find surprises, um, like our Patreon half-stitched episodes, and more, so much more.
1: Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 16 of the Very Serious Crafts
0: Podcast, where we are not entirely serious. I am Molly from Wild Olive. (laughs) And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. Today we will be talking about dream studios and workspace wish lists.
1: Yes!
0: Oh, I... I have such mixed feelings about this topic, even though I'm the one who put it on the list. Did you know that Jeremy threw away my pegboards? He did not bring them.
1: Absolutely unacceptable.
0: Where am I supposed to hang my scissors?
1: Uh, Maybe you could get some of those fancy new Ikea pegboards. They're cute. Mm. I don't know.
0: I I don't know. Um, But before we jump into um, the existential crisis that I'm having (laughs) about pegboards and where to put literally anything, we want to give a shout out to our very serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast, obviously, uh, who are supporting us on Patreon. Thanks, everyone. You are the best.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I this, was, this is this funny because Hailey and I do this often where we independently come up with some sort of an idea to talk about something either the exact same or very similar and I had been thinking about kind of this <laughs> idea and then lo and behold I log into our google docs and see that here we have dream studios and workspace wishlists and it's perfect timing
0: we yeah we really do do that yeah very often yeah i like that about us
1: me too me too yes yeah because you know haley has got this new old house and i well Hopefully soon anyway, I will have taken over what was my brother's bedroom. He left a couple years ago and it's sort of been a space that has been like a transitional space for a while, but right um, that will be that'll be a spot. but there's also a couple other places in the house that might have some craft studio, at least vibes, you know, like mm-hmm. where I'm either using it for taking photos or working on things and so. There's been lots of discussion from both of our households about what does it look like to craft a craft space.
0: Yeah, and I have to be honest, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Like everyone I've talked to has been like, Oh, you get to design your space. You've got so much room. It's it's great. I don't know where anything is, and I don't know where to put anything.
1: Yeah, and Um, you have infinite options, or semi-infinite options at at least, and that just is more decisions to make.
0: Yeah, and I'm not complaining about it so much as I am just admitting overwhelm. Yeah. Um, I am currently coming to you live from the third floor of my spooky Victorian, but... What I, I am sitting at, I mean, it is a desk. It's, it's a writing desk, mm-hmm. an antique writing desk. But it's not the kind that can hold a computer. And there are um, cat beds <laughs> behind my microphone and my computer and sort of pillows weirdly stacked because I don't have enough floofy things in here at the moment to absorb sound like and I don't know how to make that better without spending a whole bunch of money doing something that I don't even know if that's what I want right which anyway I
1: think that that point in itself can be true for not just creating a space that's going to work for podcasting, but any kind of like, well, any kind of room overhaul. But, you know, so often when you see like craft studios, art studios, etc., cetera, there's you have a lot of like custom like furniture pieces, even if it's Ikea mm-hmm. and you're not getting the, the high end pieces. I mean, mm-hmm. I- Ikea can be expensive as well. You know, don't get me wrong, but like, even if you're just getting build it yourself simple furniture pieces, it's a big investment. And
0: it is.
1: And then you're looking at a, a space and wanting to find the best flow for how you're going to work in it and what is going to be functional. And if you're in the professional craft realm what's going to work for taking photos and it's complicated
0: it is complicated so like right now i just have uh, we were lucky enough that the people who owned the house before us left a bunch of antique furniture And probably because it's heavy and hard to move. Sure. But it also means that we were starting out with some stuff. But we were starting out with a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And doesn't necessarily go together. So in front of me, I have an antique writing desk that is who knows how old. I don't know. It came from somebody else's antique house. Yeah. That my real estate agent... Was selling. Okay. And they wanted to get rid of some stuff. But next to it is this mahogany table that, like a hall table. All right. That is just this heavy, imposing piece of furniture. And I have these two things set up together in like an L shaped desk formation. But since it's all very antique, I mean, it's sturdy in the way that things that have lasted a couple hundred years Mm -hmm. are sturdy, but my floors aren't even. So it is in the way that houses that were built in 1848 aren't. Um, And so I have all of these weird, like, specific, like... Padding and shims and stuff to level everything, <laughs> which means that if I move any of this everything I'm gonna have to do to, yeah. all of that again. And it's just what like, how am I supposed to figure out what I want if I can't actually try out different things? And I realize that is a that is a problem that a lot of people would like to have. Well sure. But it But it is still a problem. <laughs> and it's hard like I felt like I've been on hold. Yeah. Since well, since we actually bought the place. Um because there were, you know, the the couple of months of packing and getting ready for the move, then the actual move and I I have not had like things out and organized at all. Yeah. For like 6 months at least. Yeah. And I was f- finishing up a book at the end uh-huh. of that. So which came out 2 days ago, I think. Uh Yay. as of, as of
1: recording this, yes or about let's see, when is okay.
0: Mm. About a month just
1: just <laughs> less than a month ago from when this episode comes comes out so yeah
0: uh yeah uh bob ross cross stitch Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um shameless plug (laughs) my Uh, copy uh, my first copy just arrived and i haven't even had a chance to like photograph it or video it in the way that i usually would because nothing is set up yeah because i don't know where any of it goes and also everything requires leveling so like i can't just toss a light up right it, oh, um so I so there it sits it's sitting at the bottom of the front stairs on a stack of boxes that have also been sitting at the bottom of the front stairs because I don't I, I just need a shelf fairy
1: That sounds amazing. I would take a shelf fairy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm not usually one to call upon the fay because, you know, I, I I respect the good folk. Yeah. Sure. not. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I wouldn't say no to some custom built-ins. I
1: that when I mean, that's that's just it. Like right, the custom <laughs> the custom built-ins. There's, I think there's, I'm not sure at which of her houses, but but Martha Stewart has this one space that has been, you know, shared in the magazine or wherever that mm. is kind of in a, a fantastic, deep, or kind of like a sprucey blue-green kind of a color, and, and it's just, I would probably go for a little bit more of a neutral myself, but, you know, it's just... It's all custom built-ins and that's every time that i sort of drool over someone else's space it's it's usually something along those lines where you've got a wall of shelves and drawers and cabinets and it's designed to hold exactly what you want it to hold and then you've got the the island that is set up for to be your own cutting table and it's it's those kinds of pieces that would be my dream space and even when I have a yeah, dedicated... I have my
0: eye out for yeah. um, a vintage fabric cutting table yeah. with the channels for cutting. That
1: would be so, so nice. I, uh, yeah, even when I have a dedicated space, it's not a big, it's not a big space. Trying to fit built-ins plus an island, it's just not going to happen.
0: And that's okay. No, although I will say that my space in Brooklyn mm-hmm. was a tiny tiny yes. space and it was custom um built-ins yeah because i stole my spouse's <laughs> workspace um hey, oops it's fine listen it was way better suited for my stuff I, it it was perfect for your stuff exactly but i'm so used to working out of an extremely well packed and organized workspace that wasn't terribly efficient for switching between things? Yes. Um, because it couldn't be because you have to put everything all exactly. the way away. You take
1: everything out, do the thing, put everything away before yeah. anything else can happen.
0: Yeah. And so I simply do not know what an efficient workspace looks like that isn't that. Yeah. And so I, I mean... I feel like maybe I wanna go for like you know, old school hardware store drawers.
1: Oh yeah. That would be that would be very nice in that would go with the vibe of the house and yeah.
0: Yeah, because you gotta respect the vibe of the Mm -hmm. house. Yep. Also, I need to figure out like I don't wanna do all of this and then be like, okay, I'm ready to paint. Right. Like, there are just so many simultaneous steps. Yeah. And also things that need to be built into an older house. Yes. That um, might already exist in more modern houses, like acoustic, like acoustic remediation.
1: Sure. I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, but also, like, there was a bat up here. <laughs> uh last week
1: yeah that's that's a no for me. it was very cute yeah that was it it was was cute cute. it was cute in your instagram but if it was in my house that wouldn't be
0: although we it was so uh, angry oh and we took it outside and then it flew off into the sunset but yeah so like weird things like that
1: you'll also you'll also have the interesting thing especially if you are looking at larger pieces of furniture-type things that you, you know, build in or built-in pieces. But because you're on the third floor, getting things to the space can become challenging, I would think.
0: I have had an antique vanity that is going to be my altar space Mm -hmm. that is supposed to be up here. Mm -hmm. You should, in fact, be able to see it behind me. It has been sitting in my kitchen. (laughs) I think for about a month. And this is after I've cleaned it and learned how to restore the marble and... Yeah. I mean, I still need to finish the marble work. But, um... Yeah. But there's also, you know, figuring out or making sure the floors are stable. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Especially, you know, once you've added marble, that thing gets a lot heavier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this is not a hardcore situation. So it's
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's vanity. Vanities are relatively small. But yeah, so I just, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so mad that my pegboards aren't here because yeah. I the pegboard could feel temporary yes. if I need it to, and it could also feel permanent if I need it to. And where I just... I just need to be able to put some things away.
1: Yeah. Because even and if even if you aren't yeah. actively using a lot of those things, there are t- plenty of times when you still at least need to, use, you know, grab a pair of scissors or, you know, yeah. some small thing. And it's hard not being able to easily access those things, which is a big point of like any dream studio space is knowing that you can easily access things as well
0: yeah and just be able to change things up Mm -hmm. like my my ideal like um pattern and fabric cutting table setup Mm -hmm. also has a like um, butcher block roll dispenser underneath yeah so I can pull it up because I happen to like making more sturdy patterns out of that since I don't tend to cut real patterns. Right. Um, or I don't tend to cut tissue yes. patterns. Yes. Yeah. I tend to transfer them. Um, and so like I just I need to be able to like maybe flip the top so I have like maybe a metal with lip situation mm-hmm. for things what are messy or like yeah. candles Yeah. Or that would whatever. be amazing. Yeah. So I just I haven't quite figured out what I even want to do because yeah. I simply do not have any storage. Right. Right now, I have plenty of room, just no. Yeah. Yeah, storage. Well, so I don't even know where to start.
1: One of the things that we have sort of been in debate over here is that we have some furniture pieces that are mm, either not in use or are they're, they need to be not used the way that they currently are if that makes sense sure. so there's there's two Billy bookshelves mm-hmm. and from from IKEA there's a nice wooden dresser but it needs a little bit of of drawer repair to it and i've been
0: working on that
1: yeah yeah and Recently, and yeah. it's where you know there's different ways that 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 could happen there are a couple of older ikea like wall cubby things that again they're looking a little sad mm-hmm. so then the question is because If you can make use of things that you already have, that's, that's wise. However, when you start to feel like you've put together an awkward hodgepodge and it's no longer really the functional dream space that you were aiming for, is there a point like my dad and I were saying like, but how much do we want to cobble the stuff together? And if we're able to have things actually match, do we want them to actually match? Because, you know, that's will you be happier in the long run if you if you wait a little bit longer to get to make it be the thing you really want it to be as opposed to piecemealing the whole thing you know And I think
0: the answer is generally speaking yes Yeah
1: like and I love um, I love eclectic things but also there's a time where you go is has this have I just made this exponentially harder on myself
0: Yeah and that's sort of where like i really want because i'm in new england where all the antiques are yeah. um and they're plentiful and relatively inexpensive mm-hmm. so i'm trying like in theory my approach is finding interesting pieces yeah um like you know the dream pieces like the old spool drawers and things like that yes that I could truly use as they were intended to be used, but that already exist. And so my question has been, how long do I wait for right. those things to pop up? Yeah, Like, am I patient enough and is it reasonable enough for my work yes. to do that? Um, because, I mean, no, I'm not very patient, but also, like, if that's what I want to do, there's fun in the hunt. Yes, like it's, I like to have things on my wish list and to, I I love to go to antique shops. Yeah, I love to do all of that.
1: And if you could be but, intentional about that, you may find that it happens sooner than you're expecting.
0: Yeah, exactly. You almost and need like
1: a, a cutoff point where it's like, okay, if I haven't found these kinds of things by, you know, six months from now or a year from now, or maybe it's three months from now, or, then you, then you go, okay, now I need to start exploring the other possibilities.
0: Yeah. And it's just because I don't have a specific... Because I'm waiting for those interesting pieces i don't even know what those pieces are yeah
1: it's the Um, the you'll know them when you see them pieces
0: (laughs) yeah yes 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 so it's it's a very weird like i think we all have wish lists like lighting that is easily moved and manipulated Mm -hmm. um easily switchable backgrounds for photography oh my goodness like, yes <laughs> there are lots of like just straight up these are the things that if i've got time to make that actually functional yeah i should yes make it actually functional but it blends so weirdly into the Wish list that doesn't have actual wishes, just a feeling. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You you need you need a mood board. That's really what it is. We're talking about a mood board for your for your studio.
0: I've already got a mood board. I'm I,
1: sure you do, but that's I mean that's really all you can work from at at this yeah, point. Yeah, it
0: doesn't help. though, No, is the thing. <laughs>
1: it doesn't help uh, acquire the items certainly, but.
0: No, I mean because the feeling that is the mood board is the feeling mm-hmm. that is the list. Yeah, and, yeah, I don't even know. It's it's dramatic. I I need to fix the plaster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in that like
1: similar like well, okay. At least I know what this next step is. One of the things that I have that is a piece that I'm repurposing. It mm-hmm. is an old. And by old, I mean it was probably from, like, the 1960s. It was a classroom – like, there were cubbies for in a classroom. And the – there were two sections that mm-hmm. that were hinged, but you could also unhinge them to, to separate them. I
0: think that – Oh, I know exactly what you're talking right? about.
1: Right? They're, so they're pegboard on the back, but I would probably put it up against a wall so the pegboard effect would be lost. But the – they're, like, waist high, I would say, and I want to say it maybe has 12, maybe maybe 16 cubbies in it, and they the size of them is just about right for holding those cardboard boxes that are designed for photos.
0: They're, mm. like, the... the Yeah, you
1: know, scrapbook storage, but they're photo storage, and they perfectly hold those boxes. And I have enough of the craft paper covered boxes like that to go in every single one of the, the cubbies. So the idea is that this little wall of mini wall, and I have two pieces, two of these units so that, and there were, there were other components that you could join up with these so you could put like little end things on and move it around in a classroom etc. I have those as well but they're not I'm not using those with this but I'm I may end up actually stacking the two units and securing them very well so that mm-hmm. I have this wall of these little boxes and in its own way it will
0: that's satisfying. Yeah,
1: and it will feel a little bit like the, you know, the, the general store, the old Sewing uh, store or uh, you mentioned somewhere like library card catalogs. Mm-hmm. They're obviously bigger than card catalog size, but the to have all of these things and it will you know, I can label the ends. I think Katie, Katie Greenbean, for those who have listened in the past, Katie has made some boxes like that for yes. a custom unit. Similar kind of a vibe, but where I was not having to put in as much work. But the part that currently is making me feel a little stuck with this is just thinking about how do I want to organize my things? What things do I really want to be in these kinds of boxes? Uh, Mm -hmm. They may contain things that I largely consider photo props and have, have sections for things. And because of how they're, because their box boxes separate from the unit itself, it's so easy to pull them out, move them around, rearrange all the things. I think it's going to be a really good system. It's just oh yeah,
0: it sounds ideal. It's
1: just right now, even that the possibilities too many possibilities. Exactly, it's a little overwhelming to me, and I need to just spend some time pulling out all the things and starting to put them in the boxes. Right. I know it will help once I get started, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where to start. That's always the thing with any of these big projects.
0: I, I start. feel you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Listeners, if you have if you have tips about how to go about <laughs> planning planning the custom space. Certainly there are lots of beautiful pictures on the internet, but that does that's just it's just
0: Those pictures. Spaces aren't Necessarily spaces for working professionals. Yeah. Though, like, they are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how functional they are. But my needs are a little bit less polished. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. They need a little more flexibility
1: that's a very good point. I my my friend Kristen is they're they are actually building a new house and her current craft room, sewing room is I I think it was a bedroom but it has these cool peaks and you know little nooks yeah, and dorm yeah, uh, little nooks and crannies in it and it's uh, she, she has fit a lot into a fairly small space. And now Mm -hmm. she's with the new house. She designs quilts. And so she's getting a larger dedicated space to that. I'm going to, I'm going to pick her brain. Not that, not that I have a space that's going to be as, as amazing as hers is going to be. I don't have the room for it, but I'll be curious to hear from her. Some of the things that she has, she's also an interior designer. So hearing her process for going about this will be, interesting to me
0: oh yeah that is interesting especially with an interior design background yeah like i i feel like i just need to find an in. yeah and once i get started yeah I, once i have a thing that i can build on i can build yeah.
1: on it what but... really once you find the piece that is like okay this is this is the wall of drawers or this is the cutting yeah uh, counter things will fall into place
0: yeah oh send us ideas help i don't know send me a beer <laughs> whatever um it'll be well maybe just a snack we'll
1: eventually get there
0: we'll eventually it's get there it's true it's true i'm excited that we're both Doing a similar thing at a similar time. I think we'll probably end up, um, inspiring each other in some ways. So that'll be good. Yes,
1: I, I agree. I, even just talking about it, even though I don't have, I really can't start pulling stuff out to move things around or, or organize, just talking about it makes me feel more like eager to start. If that makes sense. I can't start. I'm not going to start right now, but I'm more eager to start it feels than I was. Like
0: being productive.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I'm encouraged, at the very least. I'm encouraged. Okay. So, you should also be encouraged. I'm surrounded
0: by cat beds and throw pillows.
1: <laughs> you know what? Who doesn't want to be surrounded by cat beds? I mean, it's like being surrounded by cats, but without them knocking stuff off of the counter.
0: Yeah, all the allergies none of the mess. There
1: you go. See? Perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah, the cats haven't figured out that I'm up here. Oh, tricky. Yeah. At some point, there will be cat beds, I'm sure. But right now, the door is shut and they don't know I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, it is. It's pretty great.
1: Well, I mean, what would a what would a dream craft space be without cats in it, anyway?
0: I want you to know that I am currently actively shopping for doll and or toddler um, uh, chaise long furniture I, for the cats. I
1: 100 <laughs> percent approve of that. I because I've I've seen things similar to that, and yes, that's a good idea.
0: Victorian cat parlor. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah.
1: Make it happen. Okay. There, see, that could be the first piece that starts the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that's terrifying.
1: It is, but also, I don't think that's
0: Probably wrong. Probably accurate.
1: Yeah, no. yeah. okay. <laughs> I think we should wrap this up. What do you say?
0: Okay. I, I. That seems like a really good place to just pause. Ha! Ha! ha. Thank you! <gasps> Ooh! Thank you for that. Yes, uh, yeah, you're, you're welcome. Um, thank you for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You, yes you, can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. And if you... Are a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast? Please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts, because good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, bye, everybody. Bye.